0: Welcome to the Octane Athletics Fuel Your Fire podcast brought to you by Gatorade Endurance and the DFW Tri-Club. Go to DFWTriClub.com and DFWtriclub.com slash calendar to check out one of 1,000 coached workouts we have every year. That's DFWTriClub.com. Hey everybody, it's Coach Dave here. I wanted to take a minute to thank the folks at Gatorade. Uh, As you guys know, they're a sponsor of ours. I'm also uh, lucky enough to be on the endurance team. And let's take a minute to understand a little bit more about what Gatorade Endurance Formula is Uh, because it's not your typical gas station or grocery store Gatorade. Gatorade Endurance is specifically formulated for us, runners, triathletes, cyclists. It's a special blend that has increased levels of sodium, twice the sodium actually. And three times the potassium is the stuff that you'll find in the gas station. So it is special. It is made directly for us. Uh, It's also pretty important for you guys to try out in your training because it's also on course at about 400 of the most popular events out there for us racers. Uh, Events like Boston Marathon, uh, the New York City Marathon, the Chicago Marathon, the Dallas Marathon, the Rock and Roll Series events. Uh, as well as Ironman. So um, as of 2015, I'll be the the hydration sponsor available on course at um, all of the United States uh, Ironman events, 70.3 and full distance Ironmans. So you definitely wanna get your hands on the stuff. It's really, really good. I've got athletes that I work with that also use it and, and most of them enjoy it very much. So go to the website, octane-athletics.com. There's an Amazon link in the upper right corner of the page. That'll take you to Amazon where you can get uh, your Gatorade endurance formula. It is Prime eligible. So if you are an Amazon Prime member, that shipping for you would be free. Uh, It's also available at some of your local uh, endurance running stores, triathlon stores, whatnot. So uh, head on into those places and uh, see if they carry it. If they don't, um, see if they will carry it. And uh, give it a shot. I think it's great stuff. And, again, it's on course at all those events, so it makes a lot of sense for you guys to be working with it in your training to make sure that it's something that will work with your system. So uh, go out and try Gator Endurance.
1: Okay. You should have heard my, um, Dave. Look at that. Child. Chewing a banana? What? Eating a banana. Just,
2: that's the boy. That was awesome. I remember that picture from Facebook. That's him going on the on the soccer field. He's ready to rock and roll. That's here. a nice. That's step. him
0: going on. That's on after a goal.
1: No,
2: that's him going on. Oh, that's goal, a nice goal. f-stop setting
1: on the camera. What it's I would love to know is Thanks. what he's like going to be
0: like. I Wonder what he's going to be like when he's your age. He's going to oh, be a torturous be a maniac, awesome gonna...
1: tortured soul.
0: <clears throat> no, well, yeah, because he's going to have Scott Sexton as a daddy. Going whoop his ass. It's going to be in his favor. <laughs> it's true. Mike's surprise birthday party was Saturday night in uh, Fort Worth. Um, it was fun. It was awesome.
2: Yeah, it was a great time.
0: I missed the invite. No, you didn't. I did miss it. I did it. You didn't have 19
1: kids. You weren't coming anyway. I know. I was tired.
0: You have 19 kids and you don't drink.
1: I don't have 19 children. <laughs> you're a dugger. <laughs> <laughs> this is the country of freedom of religion. I can believe you're a dugger. Yeah, it's cool. I'm uh, jealous. It's a, a
0: lot of sex, dude. Mm. <laughs> at least 19 times.
1: 19 and counting. <laughs> I'm kidding. Randy's yeah, got, so what? Three, right? I actually have five. Shut oh up. my god! But three live with us full time. Right, three all the time. So two bio- three biologically. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to confuse myself at this point. Forget it. All right.
0: You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use this technology to turn down the nest because it's hotter than Hades in here. Um, all right. So Mike's birthday party was Saturday night. Yeah. Make so Leanne Sexton.
2: So um, cool. So we, we always go to dinner together and do things like that for uh, for uh, for birthdays. We have a group of friends, like, you know, kind of couples and whatnot. And uh, so she sorted it all out. We were going to Bob's. Steak and Chop House, home of the big oh, carrot. By the way,
0: lovely. By the way, I didn't get an invite to that yeah, part of
2: it. Bring, 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 in <laughs> up on that. Um, so, uh, wasn't was not expecting it. You know, like as many people to go to dinner as did. But she was dead set to go to downtown Fort Worth, which we never go to. We live up here. There's one in Southlake, so why wouldn't we go to Southlake, right? And I was like, whatever. She said, well, we're downtown. We can go ahead and do, you know, go have some fun afterwards. We'll be downtown already. Cool, well then, um, my rugby team was celebrating something and they were gonna do they were doing a pub crawl, and so we were gonna do the steakhouse and then we we're gonna go join them at some point during the pub crawl. I really wasn't actually interested in the pub crawl bit. I was like, you know what? Let's we got the friends here. We're just gonna have a nice steak. A I'm b- forty. Nice, I'm old. Um, yeah, I'm
0: forty as shit right
2: now. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and so on the way there my uh, I'm, I'm driving my wife's car and her stereo lets her know when she has a text message and who it's from Uh-oh. well Mike Gifford my best friend in the world is texting so I know Mike's gonna meet us at the at, at, at dinner I mean he's coming up from Houston I was like you yeah, know that's pretty cool he's my best friend she got him up here that's pretty awesome so he joins us we eat we have a really good time and she's like speeding through which is un- unusual like we normally eat it takes us about three hours to actually go through the whole feeling. She's like pushing it through it like an hour and a half. And I'm like, whatever. She goes, well, look, I got I to tell you. Um, we're going to this one bar. And I played rugby for uh, over a decade with this team. So I thought I knew all the bars that we called rugby bars. Well, they were doing a tour of the old rugby bars. And they said they were going to this one bar called the Uptown Tavern, which I didn't even know it was around. But I was like, oh, well, you know, I've been around the last few years. Maybe they popped in here for a little while and moved back over to here. And, you know, Whatever. She said, "Well, we're going to Uptown at Tavern because your your other buddy, who was the best man at my wedding, has uh, a cake for you. He got a cake, and so we're all meeting up there. So my expectation was there's going to be a few rugby players, the the guys that we brought with us. We're going to have a few drinks, and then we're going to Uber back downtown and you know finish the night. My so we pull up." And there's about five or six of my old rugby, like guys I played with back in 2000, like stumbling into the bar. And they're just, you know, hammered drunk, acting an ass. And I'm like, no way. Y'all, look, it's Buddy and, you know, Eddie and yeah, Trey. Oh my God, this is kind of cool. I mean, I haven't seen these guys in a while. And then I walk in. My mom's standing there from Midland. So she drove five hours over here, like my rugby, my world's colliders, my rugby world, my family world, my friends from other stuff world, my triathlon friends. I mean, you know, I mean, all these people that are just like important to my life were there. And I, I mean, I couldn't hold back. I, I started Probably tearing like up. Probably like 80 yeah. people. It was awesome. And That's got
1: to make you feel super special.
2: It you? did. And I mean, and, and all these guys are really good. I mean, some of my clients who, I mean, we're friends, you know, I'm, I'm friends with my clients too. And, and it was just, it's this collective of people that was really awesome. And, um, I would say humbling, to, for lack of a better word, um, just to know that you know that, that that there was that much love, and I felt really, really special. So I'm just going around hugging and crying and high fiving and hugging and crying and ha- thank you for coming. I can't believe you're here. Oh my God, you know that kind of thing. And the whole time I'm not paying attention to what's going on behind me. And one of my other buddies comes up and goes, "Hey Sexton, I need you to go over there and look that way. Something's happening on the stage. I don't want you to see it." So I figured Leanne was having a cake, and you know maybe someone a stripper jump out of the cake. I don't know. So I didn't look up there at all. And I'm talking to everybody. And then my sister goes, hey, look up there. And I turn around and out walks Kiss with the big floor, lights in the back. And I'm just, no. Can't be happening. Full regalia. Full regalia. Spitting blood and fire. and, and Dude, and, and I and saw the whole Gene night.
0: Simmons start a kit walk in. Do what? The Gene Simmons look alike? Yeah. It's, they, they went all the way. Yeah.
2: Like, oh, these guys actually are the number one by KISS. KISS ranks them. They're the number they're one sanctioned. rated. Yeah, they're sanctioned by KISS. The official um, KISS. Yeah. So KISS Kiss says this is the number one cover band that does their deal. And they said it, this is a small venue. In the big venue, they do the confetti cannons and more explosions and all the stuff like the real KISS concert. So needless mm-hmm. to say, that was a pretty awesome experience. And... Not one easily forgotten. And uh, yeah, uh, Leanne nailed it. She, yeah, uh, she did nail she ne- it. She knocked that one out of the park. So, yeah. so and it was a completely surprised. No someone, idea.
0: Yeah, I, I was surprised when I asked you because I figured yeah, you'd tell me if you knew. Yeah, I, if yeah, I knew, I would have let it
2: out. I had no clue. Not I've even. I always wanted
1: it. someone to throw me a surprise party. Yeah? That's well, never well.
2: happened yet. Cut. Randy, let's go to the other room. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So before I left, I had to make sure that Mike saw my gift to him. Stephanie and I got yeah. him a gift. And which, what was it? Which included, uh, first of all, I'm 40, oh, I'm going on 43, so I'm older than Mike is. So I'm making fun of myself here, too. But I got him a basket
2: <laughs>
0: and it had, let's see, depends. Yeah. Uh, corn pads for your feet. Yeah. Ensure. Ensure. Which I actually we'll probably use.
1: Yeah, and you'll probably use the corn pads too.
0: Um, it had single-serving prunes, <laughs> individually wrapped.
1: Well, that's just convenient.
0: <laughs> yes, I mean it had um, laxative. Yeah. Uh, Metamucil, the fiber stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else did we get him? I wanted uh, an idea I had, but we we tallied it all up. We had to stop ourselves because we had more. But we tallied it up. It was it was a decent gift of shit that he'll
2: never use. Yeah, it was yeah. Le- Leanne just this morning was like, um, they spent a lot of money on this. You recognize that. I'm like, I-, I know. Those guys are crazy. I wanted
0: to get, you know, black granddad
1: socks and right. like leather sandals <laughs> 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 and stick the socks inside
2: like the that been awesome. You know what's
1: ironic about that is I've always thought about buying the compression black socks and the Walgreens and just trying them out. Because they're like seven bucks a pair. Yeah, the the diabetic socks,
0: it's probably
2: the same thing. They're exactly the same. They're just medical graded. They're graded. They're uh, probably better actually. Pressure.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so, it was a good party. Of course, my old ass, definitely I rolled out of there at 10.30. I asked Mike, I guess it was Monday when he and I met about something else. Times you you shut it down or I go no did you shut it down he goes yeah and then we went back to the house we were up to four wow and the kids four for forty 40
2: baby four for 40
0: and then the kids walked in at seven thirty and woke them up with a happy birthday wow
2: and I couldn't be mad because it was sweet you know? right but no. I but I was like I was yeah. raging inside <laughs> <laughs> Love you, kids. Y'all need to leave now.
0: Anyway, it was good times, man. It was a great time. That's how we, that's how we do it. That's how Mike
1: Sexton rolls.
2: That's how I roll, man.
1: With Trick Kiss Tribute Band. Well, and then
2: we just got um, done with the AC guy, and we got to buy a new AC unit. So, mm, this whole is the. Thing. Uh, yeah. So this is the this is the summer of uh, this is summer of giving
0: the most expensive June in the history it, of it really Sexton the house Sexton in
2: June it. ever. I mean, we could have gone to Paris about three times now. So we're we're starting to re reevaluate our goals for the rest of the summer. <laughs> Disney World's not happening. It's gonna be it's gonna be nice and chilly in the house, though. It will be cold, and that's where we're gonna spend a lot of time. A lot of time. That's good.
1: Might want to finance that thing. Zero percent financing <sighs> until twenty. 20- 27. Nah. Where'd you get that from? I don't know. I see what doing
2: a. Yeah, he's starting to sell. He's selling air conditioning. He's, he's, he's air
1: conditioning. <laughs> I got it.
0: It's on the side. All right. Well, That's
2: how he keeps his golden
0: throne. He'll hook you up. All right. So uh, now that we've wasted 10 minutes talking about. Me. Our social life, which is You know who would
1: appreciate that was John Harris from Back the Back Endurance. He's a big Sorry. Kiss fan. Oh, really? Yeah. He's, he's a, a huge dude. Kiss fan.
0: Yeah, it was a good time. That party was fun. All right. So Randy, you had a question you wanted to cover on lactate threshold, right? Yes. All right. What is it? All right. So I'm asking Do you two, like my segue.
1: <clears throat> two coaches. Call that a hard
0: stop. <laughs> I've
1: got two coaches here. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. One of which is your actual coach. <laughs> so, one plays one on TV. One so. of whi- One of which is your actual coach that might be might be getting fired if he doesn't answer this question right. <laughs> no.
1: No. Because I'm not firing you, dude. Because let's just say David is very reasonably priced. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) i'd be a fool uh so there's two i think accepted ways to test lactate threshold one of which is a field test Mm Joe Friel, i read about about that guy Mm -hmm. one of which is the actual prick your finger and everything right yeah so the field test for the bike is basically a 30 to one hour time trial
0: yeah 20 30 minutes is what it all it really takes.
1: But you have to have a good, healthy warm-up before that. So it, it takes an hour for sure. Okay. So <clears throat> when we – now, I would say the benchmark test is probably the laboratory testing, obviously, because it's controlled. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're actually testing the, what, millimoles or micromoles per mm-hmm. liter? Yeah,
0: millimoles per liter of, of lactate in your blood. Of lactate You, in know, your you blood. reach about four, and okay. it's considered to be threshold.
1: Okay. So we're talking about a controlled environment. person is probably hydrated Mm -hmm. okay hopefully so my question is my lactate threshold for bike is like 140 150 140 I think it is exactly something like that all right so when I did an Olympic try which by the way I podiumed Mike congratulations thank you he has Dallas
0: athletes kid on though so no Um, pay,
1: no pay over for him no money for you (laughs) so anyway I averaged 165 on the bike ride, right? Yeah. Now, I know that my legs did not feel like my legs do when I, you know, do leg like zone four for 15 minutes or 10 minutes right. or whatever. So, I know... Which felt like death yesterday, you Oh, my me. God. It was horrible. <laughs> Dude, it was it was I got
0: hard. a text. I just did zone four. It sucked. <laughs> like, it was well, bad. You did but
1: it. I, I had to dig deep. Um, so, my question is, what portion so i know i wasn't at a lactate threshold
0: physiologically
1: in but i was above threshold on the heart rate but my point is i couldn't have been above threshold in my actual muscles or i don't believe i believe if, if we were doing an actual finger prick that i would not have been above you would have been
0: are you saying because but you didn't feel any possible?
1: burn? you saying because yeah. you didn't feel it? Cause well, well, and I was able to maintain it for a long period of time.
2: Well, you're racing. You can well, maintain it. Well, I know Did that. you ever coast during that period of time? Oh, yeah. That's how you did. So, what's so happening... you're going in and out. You're going in and out. You're moving. You're moving. Your heart Your heart rate isn't static. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go to 170 and sit. You went 170, and then when you were coasting, you dropped to 165, 160, then back up to 170. So, you were... I mean, I'm th- obviously throwing out numbers, but the, the you, you never stayed pedaling at lactate threshold but technically you should be able to do that for an hour
1: so my point is though if i would have gone out and done a field test it Mm -hmm. would have been well above 140 so if my but that's not what i would have asked you to do boom your your
0: lactate (laughs) threshold
1: Boom. well that that answers all my questions In your face, <laughs> now, drops the mic. <laughs> it, now I get that there you have to take into consideration dehydration. You you're, have to take into consideration there's the environmental. N- no there's one
0: thing that you're you've, you're miscom- you're confusing. You're confusing zone two with your threshold, and they're two different things. Your threshold is the upper end of zone three. Right. Your threshold is I think 160.
1: No, it's 140 on my bike. I'll show you.
2: Okay. So it's, then it's fine. So you th- believe me just wish you could have a more manly threshold that's a- i know i do
1: too well, yeah
2: you you a couple of things number one you you've also backed off you've been untraining for a while and, and i prefer to call it detraining detraining and so you, you you could very well because you have been pushing your your effort into that heart yeah. lactate threshold it, it could have easily your, your body could just correct it and go back down so, more threshold work will move that threshold number. Does that make sense? No, that makes perfect sense. So, I, I just want to jump in. Number one, the dehydration and all that <laughs> stuff. Lactate threshold builds based on effort, right. and it also builds based on how your body's metabolizing things. Your heart rate, due to dehydration and things like that, won't really have a huge effect on your lactate threshold.
1: Well, when at some point, they're going to decouple, right?
2: No. Well, heart, heart rate and what?
1: Heart rate and lactate threshold.
2: No, no, no. Well, they actually cross. Um so what ends up happening is if you looked at a line and your heart rate's doing this and your lactate is doing kind of a little curve, yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna cross exponentially certain, jump. It, yeah, it crosses at a certain point and that's your lactate threshold where your heart rate and the lactate no longer flushes crosses, that's your lactate threshold. What's happening though is if you look at a field test for example. The field test can be just as accurate because what happens is when you start out your field test, unless you're an incredibly gifted athlete that is so in tune with your body that you know exactly where to pinpoint it. When you started your field test, you went from 110 to 170 and then it just petered out and petered out and petered out down to 120. Well, we take the average of that entire 20 minute set to determine what your lactate threshold is based on the field test. So, you, you could dehydrate, you could... Your heart rate could go through the roof. You could have blown out. You could have had horrible carbs. I mean, there's, I can give you a billion scenarios, but the fact of the matter is, if we measure it out based on that average, you're going to be pretty close to the lactate poke or, mm-hmm. or to the even the BSX insight, the thing you put around your, your calf. So, yeah, there's a lot of different ways, but at the end of the day, that the, you do these things just to kind of get benchmarks and they move, they can move in a week based on how much did you train. Did you kill yourself the week before and it starts moving your lactate threshold up and then you laid off for two weeks and didn't you missed eight of your 10 workouts. Well, now it's gonna start shifting again. So it, there's consistency that has to play in, into it but when you look at your race in a vacuum, you, were, you can still ride above lactate threshold the entire time. It's not out of the question. I mean, that's actually pretty normal if you're racing, specifically in a sprint distance. In a sprint distance, you should redline it from start to finish and you should be above lactate threshold the whole time physically and physiologically you can do that because your body should have enough glycogen to push for that hour hour and a half in some cases two hours if you're really well trained so to say that well i was above lactate threshold but i didn't feel the same that's because you didn't give a constant effort that's the key to the lactate threshold test is a constant effort so if you look at the bsx test or the step test it's a it's Five minutes here, now move it up to here, and you're still going. Right, yeah. And five minutes here, and five minutes here, and then finally, then you feel like death when you get a chance to. If you get a chance for one minute to coast, it's a totally different test. Gotcha. So
0: after Hurricane Bill or whatever this storm is called leaves next week, I'm going to give you a field test to do.
1: I want to. I want to do that BSX sucker too.
0: Yeah, you're not ready for that, dude. You can't. Come on now. You're not. No, it's not that. I'm just frustrated with the thing.
1: So. Uh -oh. Oh, it's not working. It didn't work when we did it that day. Remember?
0: I I remember that. Yeah. So it gave us the same thing you got when you did yours. The we complete
2: or whatever. Yeah, so you had to keep. You have to get at least six marks to make it. We had. Count. Ten marks. Oh really? Yeah. Well,
1: eight. No nine. Nine marks. Does that connect via Bluetooth? Yeah. All right. So. Um, All I'm saying is Bluetooth. Uh, here's you can only. Uh, mm-hmm. You can only uh, connect pair. You can only pair with Bluetooth. So if something else is already paired, well, it
2: does A and T as well. It does it? Yeah. On the so it it connects to my power and my it connects to my power and my heart rate strap through A and T on the BSX the BSX is Bluetooth back to the iPad or tele, your your cellular device <clears throat>
0: your cellular your, your, mo- mobile?
2: your mobile your
0: mobile so old school mobile. Here is the other thing I want to tell you about this. You your lactate threshold heart rate is going to. Improve pretty significantly in probably the next six or seven weeks, because you haven't you haven't done anything since Austin except for ride your mountain bike a few times. But
1: I'll also tell you, yeah, I well since I've been training with you, but I've never trained so hard as when I've trained for the last five weeks. <coughs> like even when I was getting ready for Austin and doing my other races, I did almost all Zone Two stuff. I never pushed my threshold. Yeah, never.
0: well, that's because we want to get you some FTP. So. We want to get, we want to get move the needle on the FTP well, and, power. Plus, that, you get hills in Austin, so that's why we're doing what we're doing.
1: Well, let me tell you something. I I was skeptic. I wasn't say I'm skeptical, but I'm a fairly intelligent human being, and I went to school, and I understand. I've been involved in sports my whole life, and I, I and I used to train people in weights and and fitness and things like that. So when I the idea of having a coach for something that I could look you know and learn on my own, and I I understand it i always thought i don't need a coach but i will tell you that i i th- i have never worked as hard as i have since i've been working with you like mm-hmm. and doing and actually doing my workouts like before you give me workouts i wouldn't do them mm-hmm. i'd just go out and do them too or whatever mm-hmm. but it's, it's
0: difficult to, to coach yourself for this stuff there's I'm a lot of going on I, i'm I mean, really mike, mike and i I was asking him the other week, because he's starting to train
1: again, like, you going to start, got a coach?
0: He's like, I'm looking for one. So every coach has a coach. Every well, good one does. I'm I'm
1: telling you that I, I'm a convert. I'm a believer. Well,
0: good. I'm glad I can win you over. I have a <laughs> Iron Man story I'd like to share with you boys. I love Ironman. I had a friend of mine did, uh, I did Oceanside with. He's a friend of mine from Vegas, Doug. He, uh, I was talking to him today on the phone. I did a man last week and um, had a hydration issue, but so we were chatting about that. He's like, "Oh, get this shit."
2: Da na na
0: And he, uh, <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> unbelievable. He, uh, he tells me he goes, "I got a call from Iron Man five weeks after Oceanside saying that they cued me. They de-cued me." No. And I said, for what? And they he actually said, called him on the telephone? Uh-huh. Uh, at least that's what he told me. He was, disqual- he was disqualified because he took a selfie with his wife after the finish line.
2: I'm confused. Can't have a phone on the
0: course. But they told him. I know he finished the race. I was there. We stayed in the same house with him. I know he did. And... He, if you look online, you look up his results, it's DQ because he took a selfie after he crossed the finish line.
2: Wow. I, I, saw, I saw a guy.
0: Not immediately. Five weeks after the race, he got a phone call from them. Wow.
2: I saw a guy that was FaceTiming, and I don't remember what the race was, but he was FaceTiming his way in. He had it on. like He was mm-hmm. FaceTiming, like, hey, I'm here, ah, and... I saw that. I wonder if that guy. And I think it was I think it was Iron Man Houston, if I recall. I don't know. Wow, that's
1: um, ridiculous. Well, jokes on Iron Man because he still has the T-shirt and backpack. Boom <laughs> and metal. boom.
0: That's Mike's theme
1: today. Yeah, boom, boom. is my
2: theme. Boom. Um, that's yeah. insane. So you know, stupid, right? I, I get, I get worn out by. The system that goes after just the common folk—it's one thing if you are going after, if you know, you're cutting the course or something like or, that. Well, even if you're cutting how the about, course,
0: how about the fact that forty percent of the people out there are juiced to the
1: tits?
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe I, I bet that's not quite accurate. Um, but,
1: are you talking about Iron Man?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of people out there on it. Th- I think, he, think he's—I think his scientific data is a little bit skewed. But on Mexican steroids?
1: Yeah,
0: come on. Not Mexican, De- domestic.
2: Yeah, why do they have to be Mexican? Anyways, um, but I think, but I think because he's been s- listening to Rogan, he completes Mexican uh, steroids, but Joe Rogan
0: calls them uh, Mexican supplements. Mexican, Mexican supplements. what did I call them? Mexican steroids? Yeah. yeah. yeah I
2: totally messed that up. Uh, you're the it's worst ever. Fun to go. Um, but yeah, I, I get, I get beat up by the, by the, um, Attack on the common man when it's you know look you got other people that are doing janky stuff like go to the any Florida any Arizona race and look at all the drafting yeah I mean and they're not pinging people on that I mean it's just like I don't know I I get it really does whip my ass I mean this guy he paid his money he finished his race How is it'd be one thing if he was taking selfies the whole time and was a, a threat or a danger yeah maybe that even I'm then but if he crossed the finish line He's done and takes a picture he I would, and his
0: wife finished together and they took a selfie after the cross that's insane and he didn't have the phone on the course he had Joe, one of the people that were staying at the house that wasn't racing yeah. we were on the strand a mile maybe from the finish line she handed him the phone on the way in he didn't have the phone on course did he tell him that yeah I tried I listen. It's like whatever.
2: I wish I wish they had a competitor. Sometimes it's just mm-hmm. I mean, again, we and we go through this all the time and we complain about Iron Man and, and we we really can't because I mean we're we're doing a big deal for Austin, you know? Yeah. I mean people want to do Iron Man and we want to help them and we want yeah, them to enjoy we it. Well, well, want it them. is the brand. I just, I I just mean, want them to be better. I, I just They don't have to be. They're not forced to be. Know, That's the thing that to me. But.
1: That's the thing. That they're what incentive yeah, or do they have to be better? Because no one has the solvency or financial means to be uh, even compete. closely rival them.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I just thought I'd tell you guys that story because it's. And I I hate always bringing, you know, a bad Ironman story to the forefront, but
1: what about a Clydesdale story of a guy drinking a bunch of water to uh, make way? You want to talk about that? I do want to talk about that. I think he didn't. BS. He didn't
0: answer my call out. By the way, uh, for those of you that aren't connected to me on Facebook. Um, I posted a picture of a guy taking a selfie who just bragged about drinking a gallon of water before the weigh-ins at USAT Age Group Nationals so he can qualify as a Clydesdale and win his division.
2: Which he probably won't,
0: by the way. There's some pretty fast Clydesdales out there. I think he
1: did, actually. He He ran like a 220 or something.
0: Oh, I don't know. Somebody else posted his results. He was fast. Chaps my ass.
1: And I, so, so I get it. Like, I, I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Like, it's just like wrestling or fighting or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. That's, well, that's
0: funny. An analogy you drew. Because when I called him out, I said, okay, well, yeah. you can, if you want to, the only other thing that has weight classes is boxing. And if you want to be in my weight classes there, let's, let's roll, bro. I didn't see this, Happy to that. do that. Something like that. I'm not verbatim, but I, Put some snarky so, out there. A couple things. I don't think that's fire away, dude. Be right. the devil's advocate.
2: Well, it's not devil's advocate. The rules. You are said there. he was a douche too. Yeah, no, I think he's a douche, but that's just because I looked at the rest of his pictures on Facebook. He's a douche. <laughs> um, but I mean, I have a problem with people who just take that many selfies of them. You know, I have a
1: problem with people bragging about that. It's not the fact that he did it because whatever he's legal, but the fact that you got to brag mm-hmm. about that.
2: Well, and and we, we talked about this before. I I I Clydesdale when i was at my fittest i raced clydesdale because i knew i could win clydesdale and i'm trying to build my coaching business so people see me on the podium they're gonna i mean hey this guy must be fast and I, there were several races where i would have won my one or podiumed in my division outside of clydesdale but i knew i would win clydesdale so i he's, get he's it. psyching me out for the race for disco right now <laughs> yeah th- those days are long gone but i mean that was one thing the other thing so when we played rugby, there was a there was a sevens tournament, and sevens is seven aside. Normally, we play fifteen and fifteen, but during the summer, at the end of August, there's one over in Dallas called Mudfish and Minnows. So if you're under 200 pounds, you're you're a minnow and you go over here. If you're over 200 pounds, you're a mudfish and you go over here. They even have Super Mudfish, which is 250 plus, which is seven minutes of the slowest rugby you've ever seen in your life. But it, you know, it was fun rugby. Anyways, the point being is, we had guys that would do the exact same thing. So they would get them on our mudfish sides, and they would—I mean—we would tear people up. They actually moved there from 200 to 220 because so many people were on that 190. cusp. that's a team sport, though. Individually, but it makes a difference when we have a, a guy that's a, a burner out there. The guys like me that are not, mm-hmm. it makes a difference. I mean, we, we we went to the finals every single year, um, and you know that was the way it was. So I I, I think he's a douche for other reasons, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you have that the, that frosted tip hair in and of itself, I I I, I just <laughs> I yeah. notice, um, but uh, but you take you, notice. I, I take notice. Did you ask for his number? <laughs> <laughs> but I think you know it's 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 a competition, and you 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 get your edge. I mean, okay, don't race with arrow wheels Happy because I get that's that's free speed. You didn't earn that speed. That's free speed. Don't mm-hmm. race with an aero bike. That's free speed. You didn't earn it. Yeah, but no, there's no yeah, but you didn't earn it. All right. You're not stronger and faster because you're faster because of this, not because of what you did. So that's fine. He's gaming
0: the system, Michael.
2: Yeah, so are you? No. I'm doing <laughs> something
0: within the rules. What he did is not in the rules. Where
2: does it say in the rules? You can't come in and weigh 220. No, I guess you're right. Boom. <laughs> there it I is. Still think,
1: like it's I the said, over under on booms. I don't think he did anything wrong. But I think it was a douchebag move to brag totally. about it. I did too.
2: If you can't be, look, don't don't brag about how fast you are if you can't win your own division. Mm-hmm. Why can't you win your own division? Why don't you work harder there? I agree. I agree hundred percent. Don't brag about it. I would. I personally would be like, I tell nobody, but um, you know, because I don't. I don't want people who are like, oh well, yeah. you're douchebag.
0: All right. Well, I'm just trying to take up for the big kids, Mike. I get it. You're anti-big kid, apparently. I hate big mm. kids.
1: He's right. fat shaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Yeah.
0: All right. So Randy, um, today you went and you spent some time with the Iron Cowboy, he who's here did. in Dallas.
1: huh? Yeah, he's a pretty cool guy.
0: Got an interview, which we'll lace into the podcast here.
1: Yeah, we lost the tail end of it, but that's okay. <clears throat> you got the you got the meat of I it. I got right? the meaty part. Yeah.
0: So uh, give us the Cliff Notes version.
1: Well. Iron Cowboy. He's on number 12 of his race across America. Crazy.
2: Unbelievable. 12. Amazing. So,
1: that's like 1,300 miles. No, wait a minute. That's more than that. <laughs> You're a math. 1,300 1, miles option. on the bike. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, you All right. just admit you messed the math up. <laughs> All right,
1: 140 times 10 is 1400 14. 14 times 10, plus 10 is 16, It's a lot. 16, almost 1,700 miles. Wow. Anyway, so he was in Oklahoma City yesterday. Oklahoma had a big turnout. They had like 100 people there. They even had like a start and finish, you know, uh, arc of balloon type stuff. And he rolls down to Texas when a uh, monsoon comes yeah, up. Yeah, it's raining here. So they changed the course about three different times, and uh, the course ended up being 100% indoors in Lifetime Fitness. So
2: That's my nightmare, by the way. Oh, my God.
1: You know what? I asked him the same thing. I said, how do you feel about it being indoors? And he said that he was actually looking forward to it because he, it was kind of like a break. Like, you know, like I was on the trainer the other day, in zone two and i just closed my eyes and let my head sink down you know you just you yeah. can kind of do that yeah. you can't do that on the road obviously we can, Boy, you can but, you, but won't, <laughs> you won't keep the shiny side up right. for very long <laughs> but um you could tell he was tired yeah i mean his you can even look at the pictures look at his eyes you know they're kind of sunken in he's got the you can tell he hasn't been getting a lot of sleep but uh
0: he's shredded
1: dude I got a man. Crush Guy's from got this like two percent body fat or something. Oh yeah,
0: I, I saw the pictures. Yeah, Kaylee, I think somebody posted some pictures
1: from. Randy
2: just morning. posted one too. It,
1: the dude is just ripped, yeah. and I mean, I mean, just ripped. Um, got a big old beard. I think he got gets a lot of power from the beard. <laughs> um, got it's to like see Sam his kids. He had five five kids. Were they there? Yeah, yeah, oh, really? they were there? So. I saw the
2: big tour bus and everything. I mean, yeah. it's not. This is not a small time operation this is kind of legit no.
1: well yeah. and it, i mean i think i don't think this is sinking in for a lot of people i mean this is 50 iron man distances in 50 days in
0: 50 states in 50 the states. logistics are are not trivial just like doing 50 and 50 or 50 iron man in 50 days in one place would be unbelievably hard to do and then he's doing it getting in an RV every day and having to drive from place to place. He told
1: me he's, he averaged uh, about four, between four and five hours. And that's after Hawaii and Alaska and the Hawaii and Alaska, he did, he got seven and a half hours of sleep and did three Ironmans Mm -hmm. on seven and a half hours of sleep.
0: Um, So the interesting thing I asked Randy, then it's in the recording that Randy got, which we'll, again, we'll put out, but um, what kind of effort is he putting out?
1: And tell him what he's running at so, on the bike. On the bike, he's got – so he's a Garmin guy. He's got the Garmin Vectors and everything. And uh, I looked down at his, his deal. His average heart rate after 46 miles was 104. And he was at a – <laughs> no, and he was at a
2: – You can't see this in podcast Mike's world, face. but my face just – So – Wow. And uh,
1: 104. His normalized power was like 135. And uh he was going nineteen miles an hour.
0: Seventy seven cadence, he said.
1: Seventy seven cadence, yeah. One oh four What's his resting heart rate? Two? I don't know. I you know, I would ask him a lot more questions and had but you, there's people waiting to talk you, to him.
0: Now that I know that, it's like I I actually think the guy can do it. It's it's like no effort for him.
2: I I, I mean I, I don't I don't got the words. It's well, and it's not the swimming and the biking. It's going to be the running. that Doesn't mean if anything does, but
1: yeah, you know, I think he, he takes be, some breaks along the way. Like he'll take a 15, 20 minute nap oh, if he has to. Absolutely.
2: Whatever. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, it's not like you're trying to qualify for anything. But I mean, he could take he could literally take twenty hours to do a race, right? I mean, he can first, actually. Oh, is he doing it by their he, rules? He, no, no, because he of has to.
0: He has to finish between four, 12 and 14 hours. Oh, oh, oh for, the, to, for him to keep his time.
2: Once he's, he gets up northeast, though, he can probably do he's that. He's
1: gone more. over uh, a little bit, but he usually he tries to run 11:30 uh, when he's running pace. Yeah, 11:30 pace. And, and
0: looking at him, you know that his that's zone one. Maybe he has to be in zone
1: one. Dude, this guy. I mean, you know when you see like, so I got a buddy that's an NFL player or used to play 13 years, and it still looks like you can play. And whenever we walk into a place, everybody immediately, like when you see a professional athlete or an athlete, you know, it's just on another level. Yeah. Everybody knows it. Yeah. This is that guy. I mean, yeah. this is – he's a specimen.
0: Yeah. Nice guy too, right?
1: He was really nice. Yeah, you could tell that he was tired. And, and uh, you know, I, I jokingly asked something about, you know uh, – you know, you can just kind of close your eyes and put your head down. And He says, "Well, yeah, if people quit talking to me." <laughs> so you can kind of. So I closed the interview is, with that one, which uh, is understandable. Yeah. No, but he was very gracious. He 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 talked he has to, to be. everybody. He took photos with everybody that wanted to. Um,
0: so the thing that people are
1: confused here's confused. Here's another stat. Go ahead. Remember, yeah. Guess how many calories he he's trying to get in every day.
2: 10,000. Yeah. 10,000. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. He's 10, in, I mean, he's 000. got a tour to France. He's got to eat and eat and eat because he's he's fueling for tomorrow. The day's done. Yeah. He's, he's sl- fueling for tomorrow. He
1: was slamming down a sandwich while I was talking to him.
0: Saw a picture from Oklahoma getting out of the pool. that had two of those uh, lasagna pans filled, filled with the scrambled eggs mixture.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. I can't. Because he he's uh, zone
0: one and so he can do – he's yeah. fat the whole way.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, he's just doing – I mean, that's what they do with the Tour de France. They eat and eat and they get up, big breakfast. When they get done, they eat and then they eat again and they eat again. I think someone said that a team eats the equivalent of like 12 Thanksgiving dinners every night. I mean, it's just insane.
0: The thing that people are confused about about him is um, his, his charity. So – drop that so we know childhood
1: obesity now um, but it's
0: jamie oliver right
1: something along those lines. i gotta re-listen to it okay because do
0: you have do we have the information so we can put it in the show notes? so
1: we're gonna get the. i'm gonna get all the information i'll send okay, you links and everything cool. and he's got an indiegogo um, campaign going he's filming a documentary documentary but they're separate right so if you're gonna go out and put money in the indiegogo that's basically so he has the rights back to his own film it's because he wants to share this right and then if you give money to his charity 100 he's told me 100 percent of that's going to his charity so he's got a lot of big name um sponsors like garmin uh rudy project uh airbnb um his bike i can't remember what his bike is yeah fazari i think is yeah it- he said it's a direct bike you, like dealers don't carry it <coughs> i didn't recognize it when i saw the pictures of it but i mean it It looks like a good bike. Just tripped out, man. He's got DI2, everything.
2: Man, that guy, that is pretty amazing. Well,
1: I think really if we... So, and people outside the endurance community probably don't give a crap. Even people inside the endurance community probably think this is just some big show for whatever. But I think we're really... This is like a four-minute mile type of a deal. Like, this guy (laughs) is really showing, showcasing what is... What the potential of the human body and spirit is capable of. Yeah,
0: I posted it the other day. It's like if you, you know, this guy's proven what a human can do. I mean, more so than anybody that I can remember. I think when it's he gets nice. to that
2: 30 to 45 range, 30 to 40 range, people are going to really start taking notice. I think right now it's still kind of new and it's buzzing, yeah, but it's not there's, viral.
0: There's no way this guy doesn't end up on the Today Show. I mean, no way. <laughs> He doesn't end up on the
1: Today Show be if, even,
2: on if he pulls this off. Well, he told me, Sports.
1: He told me that. He said they're just now getting their groove. He's like, you know, they're getting the kinks worked out from a logistics standpoint. He's getting kind of the kinks worked out. He said, my body's just kind of getting used to it now. I mean, he he got really bad edema in one of his legs because of a bad uh, knee brace, and so uh, those Novatech boots. Novatech. Yeah. yeah, he slept with those on every night. Or not every night, but that night he slept with them on. And he said that uh, he really attributes that to him being able to get up the next day. Do you day say night.
0: what he's doing for recovery?
1: So he talked about it a little <coughs> bit. So the Normatech. Um, Normatech. Normatech, excuse me.
2: We we're never going to get sponsored by those guys now.
1: Jesus. Come on now. We just said that we probably should because we've talked about them.
2: Normatech. Normatec.
0: We'd love to have you on
1: the podcast.
2: Normatech and Garmin, both. It'd I would be think great.
1: Ibuprofen should sponsor me because I've been <laughs> taking a lot of it <laughs> lately. Um, every night. Um, but his nutrition, uh, he mentioned another uh, techie type product. Uh, Jaybird. Well, Jaybird's headphones. the headphones, yeah. but another tech product that he uses for recovery. Um, mm. But
0: Oh, like a Compex or something. Uh, eat a, ma- a muscle stem machine? Yeah, yeah, yep. 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 yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He did have some uh, shoulder issues in Arizona, I think. So he ended up swimming the two point four with one arm.
2: Wow! This this guy, it's awesome, man. Uh, So I just did the math because I'm not as good at math as Randy is. Um, But yeah, (laughs) he gets that from counting all
0: that money. (laughs) Come on,
2: (laughs) and he counts by hundreds. Um, But at thirty five, at thirty five Ironman, he's five thousand miles in, right? And so you got to look at that, like. I mean, the toll that takes... I mean, how long does it take him to do the, the, the RAM across, across the United States? Yeah. I, don't I know. mean, he, he's running. He, in, in 35 states, he will have run the distance across the U.S. I mean, run, bike, and swam across the U.S. It's just, it's just... It's absolutely amazing. I was reading
0: about him on the iPad, and the guy next to me was obviously not paying attention to his own business and watching mine. he asked me, like, creepily, because he's looking at my iPad while... Well. We're not friends. (laughs) It's like, what's up with that? And I'm like, well. If you must ask. Yeah, he's doing 50 Ironman distance triathlons in 50 states in 50 days. Wow. I go, yeah. He's like, that's a lot, right? I go, (laughs) yeah, he's a real life Forrest Gump. Yeah. I mean, because obviously the guy I was talking to wasn't that bright, but I like, he's pretty much a living, breathing Forrest Gump. He's going. And he's going to go for a while, a long time. You know what, though? I think it's awesome. I hope he makes it. I think he doesn't do any long-term damage to himself. That's what I'm mostly.
1: He did have blood work done. He said everything came out looking like he looked like an untrained individual. But, like, to Dave's point, if he's doing this in zone one, I mean, really, it's, it's more mental than physical.
2: God, I wonder what he really could do in a real race. Like if he was trying. He went to, to Kona last year.
1: L- look yeah. him up. He was in Kona. Last it's funny. Year.
0: He told. I think he said on the Rich Roll podcast he didn't like Kona. Yeah. Yeah, like, eh, wasn't
1: that great a place. <laughs> All right. He, you can tell he's a different <laughs> type of cat. You know, kind of metaphysical, kind of. uh, You know, he's got five kids. You know, they yeah. came up.
2: They live came, in a tree house.
1: They live in an RV. No. Uh-huh. Um. I no. He's from uh, Utah. Yeah. Um. But explains Iston, a lot of it right there
2: yeah
0: he's a good dude i mean he, listening to that ritual podcast i mean was i went to, like i think i think i said it in the last episode or two episodes ago i looked i went into it thinking one of these guys by the time i got done i'm like this guy is actually pretty well grounded
1: well and he mm-hmm. told me that uh, the hardest part's been the time away from his kids he says i get like five minutes a day with my kids and they all came up uh when I was pulling in, there was an ambulance in front of twenty four hour lifetime, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I was like,
2: "This is not going well." Probably not for him.
1: It wasn't for him, but uh, I, was, I got to see his wife and his kids walk up, and uh, you know they went out, and his his wife joked around with him, told him to bike faster.
2: And uh, <laughs> do you know though, he doesn't get to see his kids for that five minutes over the you know probably the last year, year and a half of training. But your kids are going to be pretty impressed, and they're going to have a story to tell, and they're going to be able to look at what your dad just no. like numb nuts over here running with no feet. I mean, he wasn't going to quit because his kid was there. You know yeah. who are we talking about? You. You know who you are. And 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 that was. I mean, the 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 time he doesn't spend with his kids is actually going to be. Probably he, even more beneficial long term it's not like he's going to the bar or yeah. you know trying to make that next real estate deal or something he's it's,
0: it's he talks about this on the, the role podcast as well um, he takes his kids to school every day he picks yeah. them up every day we touched like, we touched on that too. he spends a lot of time with his kids yeah he, he prior does, to doing the, obviously doing this
1: but two a day workouts he goes and he works out in the morning <clears throat> and then uh, when the kids are and his wife are getting up then uh, she goes off and does her thing and he takes them to school. Then he does another workout in the middle part of the day so he can go pick him up.
2: Jeez, that guy.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. All
0: right. Hey, Randy, you met Derek Mitchell.
1: I did meet Derek Mitchell. Yeah, where'd you meet him? I met him at the Wounded Warrior Military Miles. Good Uh, guy, huh? Very good guy. He he did really well in the Texas heat.
0: Yeah, he's added uh, Honolulu Marathon to his... Schedule.
1: I'd like to add the Honolulu marathon December, to my
0: December thirteenth, he's doing I think it's the thirteenth, he's doing the Honolulu marathon.
1: Yeah. Very nice guy. He has lost uh, eighty six pounds. He's uh it was a good event too. Good yeah. event out there. I missed it. <clears throat> but uh, you're you're hung over from the I festivities. I hadn't
0: my that's the lowest bar tab I've ever had in my life, that sexton birthday party. <laughs> Thirty two dollars or something. Mike, we're racing in September. We are. Mike and I are racing the Disco Olympic Triathlon in Denton, Texas on September 20th. Dallas Athletes Racing. It's a Dallas Athletes Racing race. The important part of this is that we are raising money for breast cancer. Susan G. Komen and the Prostate Cancer Foundation are both benefiting from this fiasco that will take place on September 20th. When the battle for 17th. Two, now you guys are giving out two <laughs> of the uh, largest human beings you've ever seen. <laughs> go after it.
1: You're giving out a prostate exams after the race.
0: No, no.
1: no. To raise awareness. Welcome,
0: welcome to 40 years old. By the way, <laughs> smart ass. No, no I
1: have got a story about that. I don't. We don't. Yeah, we're talk
0: good. About yeah. So. <laughs> So on the on the Octane page, Octane-athletics.com. There's a on the right side. There's a picture of Mike and I. Click on that, and it will take you to the GoFundMe page where you can throw a couple dollars into the cup, uh, into the pot here, the pool, whatever you want to call it. Whatever we put in there is is going to go towards those two. Those two charities, uh, the winning charity, I am Team Prostate Cancer, this is Dave, and then Mike is Team Komen, the breast cancer team. Whoever wins the race, 75% of the money goes to that person's charity, and 25% goes to the other, so they both get a piece of the action.
1: Is there any handicapping based on past performance? Whatever
0: you want to side bet is up to you. If you want to start putting a book out there and taking wagers, I've already been asked a few times if there are any side bets, and... I'm not going to Pete Rose this thing and bet on myself <laughs> or bet on Mike.
2: And you know, right now we're at $700 in two days. Yeah, I that's pretty that. cool. That's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, so big people, thanks to people those. People are good. So name, list the names of folks that uh, – So
2: right now we have Lawrence Arnold, which we're going to – he has another uh, yeah. piece that we're going to work on in just a second. Uh, Brian Evans. Um, by the way, kind of everybody's on your side, which is kind of pissing me off. But um, Great. That's what I need is a pissed off Mike Sexton. Uh team. Do, Donna Drury
1: those um, are not small well most no. everybody
2: gave a hundred bucks uh Tri Shop was the first donor yeah how about those guys in for a hundy. um my wife um, and Jean Jenkins my former coach uh, who also works for Komen and uh, actually her uh I like the responses oh it's all about the boobs about the boobs
1: <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> ha- I'm gonna have to agree with that lo-
2: lo- love my gene um so yeah so you know it's cool. Whoever wins, 75% of the funds goes to their, that charity. The other one goes gets 25%, so everyone's not left in the dark. But Lawrence uh, Facebook messaged us today and said he was going to throw in an extra dollar for every two pounds we lost. So how about that? Nice. So, yeah. So, Unfortunately, I, I don't tell. have that much weight to lose, unfortunately. So we really can't. <laughs> I went
0: and saw Eve today, so I'm well on oh,
2: my way. Oh, it's getting serious now. I'm not playing with you, It's Mike. getting hot in I, here. I
0: know what I'm dealing with. I'm dealing with a a 12 something hour Ironman here. I've got my work cut out for
2: me. Says the guy that you know just has been in Ironman training for like three years now. <laughs> He's too much. more fit than I'll ever think about being. He's, he could probably do Iron Cowboy if he wanted to.
0: Listen, we're supposed to talk mess about each other, not pump each other up. Anyway, this is going to be fun guys. We're having fun with it. We're trying to do something for a good cause and so you'll hear about it each week but uh, we, we're going to try to keep it light and We'll we'll get our smack talk game figured out too. To where we'll get after each other a little bit, but it'll be good to get Mike back out there racing. That's what I'm looking forward to. Um, so yeah, it's coming up. The uh, the other thing we're working on is the Austin 70.3 camp. Um, Mike, do we have? We
2: need to get a link out. Yeah, uh, we're gonna get, we'll get that link up. Okay. Most it'll be on it'll be on by the end of this week.
0: Okay, okay, cool. So, um, what what are the dates on that? October ninth weekend. October ninth. October ninth is a Friday, so 9th through the eleventh. Put it in your calendar, homie. We're swimming. We're biking. We're running. We're biking and we're running on the course. We're swimming at the quarry, which is a cool place down there. We'll do a um,
2: strength training session at the quarry. Little
0: strength training session. It includes food. We've got accommodation set up at the Crown Plaza in Austin, so everything will be pretty well squared away. The only thing we've got to work out is Mike and I gotta, have to figure out how to live stream the Kona finish, which we're, we'll get knocked out. and That won't be a big deal. Maybe we'll do that at uh, the quarry. We probably could, yeah. Uh, but we'll get that handled since it's Kona weekend. All you need is a projector, right? Uh, we probably don't need anything there. Just turn it on and plug in a laptop and stream to it. Yeah. <clears throat> um. That's about all we got this week. Uh, head to Octane Athletics or Octane Athletics.com, Octane Athletics on Facebook. Look us up. Uh, give us a like. I'm done pleading for reviews. I'm just done with it. You guys will give us a review if you want to. Hey, just keep downloading. Share yeah. with your friends. We're up to, we're north of 65,000 downloads on this bad boy. It's pretty big. Amazing.